0: hello and welcome to party in China series 2 episode 5 also known as episode 30 if you're counting the big 3o you know people used to tell me that I'd be dead before 30. I don't think they meant episodes though I think they meant years because I'm party parsler and I used to live up to that name. I'd worked for Sonny's for nearly a year and didn't think any of their antics would surprise me anymore, but this email did. Hi there, this is the new policy of our company to improve both you and our company. Can you please send us one of your best teaching plan to our company each month? The plan should include such contents one, the age group of your students, to topic of your plan. We will evaluate your teaching plans with others, and if your teaching plan is great, we will put it on our company internet website and show to other teachers surely reward is indispensable. Thank you for your cooperation, yours sincerely. Sunny Singlish Club They could thank me for my cooperation, but they weren't getting it and I assume no other foreign teachers were gullible enough to fall for such an obvious ploy to steal ideas. But then Mr Wong called. Mr Buddy, come to my office. He'd somehow been infected with the same efficiency virus and demanded Trevor and I submit our entire year's worth of lesson plans for approval. Indignant, I pointed out that there was no point in approving lessons that had been taught and learnt already, and insisted that my teaching methods were my own intellectual property. Further, I accused the school of hoping to cherry-pick my better plans and feloniously incorporate them into their own syllabus without any credit or compensation to me. Eventually, I admitted I didn't have any lesson plans. More reasonably, I pointed out that if the school wanted lesson approval, they should have told us right from the start, not 50 weeks later. Even more reasonably, Mr Wong explained, Mr Putty, for me to have to tell such an experienced teacher how to do his job would be humiliating. His English really was very good. For you, he added, in case I'd missed his point. We shook hands on the compromise that I'd supply one example of a lesson plan from each teaching week of the past year, and I left the office resolved to do no such thing. I never heard another word about it. My most effective teaching tool for the last month or so of my time at DFLS was a DVD of The Muppets. I'd bought it for myself, having loved The Muppet Show on TV since... As a 19-year-old barman, I had swapped lunch breaks with other staff to make sure I never miss an episode on Friday nights. I mean, this was the 70s. The new-fangled beta and VHS tape recorders were far too expensive, and the delights of DVR existed only in sci-fi. Back then, I was never able to decide if Animal or Fozzie Bear was my favourite. Perhaps as I empathised with both an impulsive lunatic and an enthusiastic but awful comedian. Since I had enjoyed the new movie so much, I thought my students would too, never expecting the astonishment it would cause and joy it would bring, particularly to the juniors. These kids had never seen a Muppet. They'd never even heard of a Muppet. They could barely believe what they were seeing at all. I mean, China has a long history of puppetry. China has a long history of just about everything except democracy. So these students had been seeing shadow puppets all their lives, but puppets that walked, sang, flew, well, at least when Gonzo was shot out of a cannon, and were generally as lifelike as the actors they saw on screen every day were a revelation. I realised I'd stumbled on a hit when before the screening for the first class, I introduced the various characters, explaining that the pig and the frog used to be married. The laugh resounded for 10 minutes. Whenever it seemed about to abate, somebody would yell, Big Merry Frog! And off they go again. Apart from being among my most successful stand-up engagements, this heralded my most successful teaching experience to date, as I finally had the rapt and complete attention of the entire class. The first song in the film is all about how life is better shared and is terrific for teaching common expressions, including like a rose, piece of cake, falling into place, and in the palm of my hand. Some expressions were less well known, including that life is like a fillet of fish and or a leg of lamb, but... I taught them all with equal enthusiasm and assumed veracity, hoping they would catch on and be common in Sichuan sometime in the future. Several enjoyable and educational weeks later, when we'd worked our way through most of the movie, the students found something even funnier than a frog groom and pig bride. In the Oscar-winning number Man or Muppet, Jason Segel bursts into the chorus, soaked in pouring rain, and saturated in overt emotion. I had to stop the DVD and show them that part again and again. They loved it, laughing till they retched, many literally falling out of their desks and rolling on the floor. Some fled the classroom either to get their breath back or share the joy with friends in other classes. Until school broke up for the summer vacation, I'd see and hear students imitating Jason's Am I a man or am I a Muppet? All over the school, leaving me content and Chinese teachers confused to somewhat similar extents. For months, I'd been asking Mr Wong exactly when I'd finish work. My contract was up on the 30th of June, but he either couldn't or wouldn't answer, merely mentioning a vague extra few weeks of tutoring. My juniors headed off on summer holidays on the 12th. Several of the classes seemed honestly sorry to see me go. Further evidence that I never really knew what was going on. I thought they'd be glad to see the back of me. I reckon it was the Muppets who turned the tide of opinion. Zoe had already disappeared without fanfare or farewell, leaving me with only four 40-minute senior classes a week. And the bursar's office, with typical idiocy, had put three of them on Tuesday. Now, that sounds like easy street, but it just left me with more time to worry, as Sonny's contract emphatically stated that I'd be paid only for days worked in June. Three out of four classes on Tuesday meant that I should only be paid for two days a week and earn a measly 800 yuan for a month's work. That's like $130. For my last senior class, I took the trouble to prepare a detailed lesson plan on why I couldn't wait to get the hell out of China, but found every remaining student in every classroom watching a live telecast of Chinese astronauts from space. In the press, they were sometimes called cosmonauts or taikonauts. Taikong means space. But in Hong Kong, they're called spacemen, which I like best. It had been dictated that every child in the country must watch these three perform simple physics experiments in weightlessness as patriotism is mandatory i love space and i was interested in the experiments didn't understand a word of course but they were making globes of water hold together only by water tension injecting them with dyes showing how a gyroscope still works whether gravity's there or not all good stuff The female Tychonaut was doing the teaching, a bloke had the camera, and the commander occasionally helped out and said something that sounded important. Probably, engage or make it so. It reminded me of the Apollo 11 moon landing, which was the most exciting thing that had ever happened in my whole 10 years. Looking around my students, though, I realised that this wasn't a pivotal moment in their childhoods. In fact, most didn't care at all. Some chatted, some argued, some laughed, some slept. Only three or four were attentive to the screen. A few came to the back of the room to tell me that they weren't interested in the broadcast and would rather hear from me. But I did my best to instil some enthusiasm for space exploration insisting that what China was doing right now had only ever been achieved by two other nations, USSR and the USA, and only 50 or so years earlier, yet they remained unimpressed. So without ever addressing my final class, not even to say goodbye, I slipped out the back door and walked back to my flat, remembering how As the moon landing had been such a life-defining moment for me, i decided in my teens that I would only date women who had shared the experience and remembered it as vividly as I did. As I grew older, I changed that requirement. They now had to remember the moon landing, but it didn't have to be as vivid in their minds. Later still, they had to have heard of the moon landing, and these days... They have to believe that it really happened. After lunch, I returned to the campus and Mr. Wong's office as he'd promised me a reference. To whom it may concern. It is my great honor to recommend Mr. Patty Puzzler, who has worked as an English teacher at our school, the Young Foreign Languages School PRC, since September 2013. Mr. Patty came to work at our school in September 2012 through the recommendation of an agency, Sunny's English Club for Foreign Nationals, who intended to work in China, and he left our school by the end of June 2005. I used to be teacher of English at our school. Presently, I work at the Foreign Affairs Office responsible for foreign teachers at my school and I also work as an assistant and coordinator for foreign teachers to help them to adapt themselves to the work and living of our school. I have always found Mr Paslow is very devoted to his teaching at my school, including working extra hours without any grudges, whenever required at any period of time. Uh, His work at our school involves different level students, which is hard on him. However, he is always willing to assist at our school with its activities and translation and the English training program for our students when is required. Because of his hard work and dedication to our school, he has won the respect of our faculty and students. In class, Mr Paslow uses various ways of teaching to motivate the students with a lot of efficient ways. And he has always encouraged his students to be actively involved in their interaction with him in speaking English. And this had really motivated our students' interest in learning English. In this respect, he is a very professional and responsible foreign teacher at our school. In addition, Mr. Paslow has always been willing to assist our school. ...with its activities and my translation and the English training program for our students. Every Tuesday afternoon from 4.45pm to 6.10pm... ...he is at the school's English class promptly for those outstanding students... ...singled out from junior grade 3 for study abroad. Although though this is extra work. He takes it very earnestly and never gets tired of talking very patiently... Talking with every single student. Through his efforts, his fame had been well known and spread across our school campus due to his kindness and devotion to his work. And he is well liked by DFLS, brackets D Yang Foreign Languages School, close brackets. For this reason, we brackets, the school's Foreign Affairs Office, close brackets, has requested a number of times that he should work for another academic years at our school. In summary, Mr Paslow possesses fine quality of a good cooperative and responsible teacher with good moral conduct. Also, he is absolutely nice pal to anyone who likes to make friends with him. Best wishes. I very much liked that I was an absolutely nice pal, and it was interesting to read that I would work extra hours without any grudges. In truth, I complained long and loudly. But what impressed me most was my time-travelling abilities, having left DFLS in June 2005, more than seven years before I arrived. Still to come, the turmoil of me tutoring in D'Angue. Turmoil, which included physically assaulting one of my students. But in my own defence, he was a right cockhead. And there's loads more or less violent stuff, and you'll hear it all in the next episode of Party in China. I'm Party Parslow. Thank you for listening. You've been listening to Party in China. For more, like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to the podcast at Audio Boom, Stitcher, iTunes, or your favorite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Fights.com.